to advertise, email podcast at thisismechi.com. Release yourself from order and logic and enter a new place. It's not work. It's not home. Yeah, no maps have been drawn. No books have been written. Nothing is certain. Everything is possible. Welcome to Podcast and Chill with Maggie. I'm assuming this doesn't end well. One of the operators is sundown. Why couldn't you? Why do you have to look at the teachers? Your life, my friend. How are we? A sterling performance in the British capital. The seagulls have their wings clipped by London Iron and a late red wave crashes over Tyneside. This is Onside ZA powered by Betway. Get way more. And joining me today... Len Moleko, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. Tsepi Worldwide, thank you for joining us here again Hola. today. And Super Sub, welcome to Onside ZA. Thank you. Above all, welcome to Onside ZA to all the ballers out there. Of course, my opener talking about this weekend's action in the Premier League. Len, thoughts, uh, especially when it comes to the big game, Newcastle versus Liverpool. Liverpool, a man down, a goal down, all three points. Yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> look, Liverpool have a way of uh, turning results around. Uh, mm-hmm. They've got a quality squad, if we're being fair. Uh, despite them losing out on a number of key signings in the transfer window, which is obviously still opened. Um, it closed on um, end of August. the final week. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, it is transfer deadline day. Today. 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 Can't. Well, but as that. we record this. Yes, yes, today. Yeah. So two days ago. No, today. Yeah, two days ago like, on Friday. To, like if today. you're watching this live right now on YouTube, it <laughs> is today. transfer deadline day. Today. 11 p.m. tonight. Get on the bus, Tippy. Okay, hello. Tippy. <laughs> Get on the bus. Running the magic of, of no. television and podcasting. Okay, hey, so. <laughs> she got on the wrong bus. She was meant to get into a whole bus. She got into a park. It's fine. We understand. Okay, <laughs> so anyway, it's transfer deadline day. Yeah. Um, I, I really don't see any big transfers happening, uh, to be to be, to be, be fair. But as I was saying, with regards to Liverpool, um, quality players that they have, um, they're able to turn results around. And given their showing last season, they obviously want to like raise their hands and be amongst the top teams. I mean, we saw at the start of the season, it's still relatively early mm-hmm. uh, to think of a Brighton or a West Ham um, to be like that team to beat type of thing. Very early, a yeah. couple of games played. But as Liverpool, you don't want to lose games earlier on and allow a Man City or an Arsenal or a Manchester United, for that matter, to open up that gap of points. Because once that gap is opened, it's going to be very difficult for you to catch on. True. Well, they've had two tough games uh, already in the build-up to the season. I mean, there's three games in. They've played Liverpool. Uh, mm-hmm. Liverpool have played Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. And they've played Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Well, look. Um, and Newcastle, in their opening three fixtures, have been Manchester City and Liverpool. And they lost both of them. And they lost both of those games. But that's not going to be a marker for what their season's going to look like. Yeah. Consolidating, uh, you want to lose to a Manchester United slash City slash mm-hmm. Liverpool. In the beginning. Maybe draw with an Arsenal and a Chelsea. Mm. Try get over one over Tottenham. 
type of thing. And that almost kind of like could get you there and there about to slip into top four. Mm, yeah. So yes, Newcastle may have lost against Liverpool, but I don't think <clears throat> the Magpie fans should be out in the streets thinking or like, oh, it's disastrous. Still early yeah. days. And they can almost kind of like, you know, yeah. still consolidate getting into a top four position. Do you guys yeah, think that the me, whole Gomez situation um, potentially leaving and also even Salah is something that we need to be discussing? Is something plausible? Or is it just, once again, one of those rumors that are just going to be swept under the carpet? No, Because, I, I mean, I saw Klopp who was like, ain't, ain't none happening. It's not happening. Um, no. Salah's not going there. Number one, they do need him desperately. Yeah, it's too Gomez. late in the window to replace that you? Salah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean Salah. Yeah. So if Salah leaves, they can say goodbye to their top four. Basically. Ambitions. Uh, Nunes showed he's got quality. Look, you know? to oh, be fair can. with you, look, I was, as a football loving person, I was happy with Nunes' performance. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I think Nunes have got all the attributes of a player. He's passionate, he's got the hunger, but he was not as clinical last season. And for him to go and score those two goals and a winner, I think it's going to go a long way in terms of boosting his confidence, which I think was a little bit down because obviously when he started, he was compared to a Haaland, which it was chocolate I mean, cheese, obviously. Precisely. You know, but for me, I think this performance, I think it's going to elevate him. I don't know what you guys think, but I think it's going to take him to the top. I think we've spoken about this numerous times on the show before, especially with attacking players. Confidence is everything. Yeah. So when a striker gets their confidence then you see the goals start to flow, mm. especially quality players that have not been scoring goals or have not been performing. True. We also see players taking a season to adapt to the Premier League, which happens very regularly. But there's a reason Darwin Nunes is such an expensive striker. He scored lots of goals at Benfica. Yeah. Uh, Benfica's a quality side. You don't just make the starting 11 in that mm-hmm. side. He's a good player. He's going to score goals. He's going to get going. It's about who does he replace in the current Liverpool system. So I've brought up a graphic now of the starting 11. Salah, Gakpo and Diaz are the starting front three for Liverpool. And this is uh, how they lined up initially against Newcastle. Mm-hmm. And I think this is one of the things that you have to commend. You know, we were talking about Darwin Nunes' performance against uh, Newcastle and how he helped Liverpool, who went down to 10 men, to come yeah. back. And yep. he scored two goals, took, his, took the chance as well. Uh, last season, he would have missed both. So he took the chance as well. But more importantly than that, the reason why Liverpool were still in that game was a tactical switch from Jurgen Klopp. So if we look over here now on the graphic, you'll see this is the starting lineup. That will be how the game sort of went. Mm. So initially, you've got the starting lineup of the 11 versus 11. This is how they would have lined up against one another. You can see these very clear banks, three in midfield versus three in midfield, Mm -hmm. the fullbacks marking a winger each, and then two center backs with each striker. The most balanced um, starting lineups lineups that you're going to have in terms of canceling each other out. Then the red card to Van Dijk, as you see, he leaves the pitch. That changes everything. And then we move on even further and we see how Liverpool initially adjusted for the red card into a 4-4-1 where you had these banks of four players so that you can have defensive. But then 
what you see is a dominant Newcastle midfield where they've got the extra player in the central midfield area. And then a masterstroke from Klopp, which you would have thought that, that would be the traditional formation. Now you see how Klopp actually changed it to a very narrow 4-3-2 formation okay. instead of a 4-4-1. Mm. And it feels like it should be less defensive than what a, a, a 4 4 one sounds more defensive than a 4-3-2. But what happened is because they defended narrow, they allowed a lot of space on the flanks for Newcastle's fullbacks. But if you look at a player like Dan Byrne for all his qualities, big lad, uh, he looks like a centre-back playing at left-back. Mm -hmm. And he's not one of those left-backs that's going to bombard down the left flank and get balls into the box. So Liverpool sort of sacrificed their flanks in order to defend narrow, which allowed them to dominate the midfield because you see now this midfield three once again. And it actually becomes a midfield four at times when they're attacking in this diamond formation. So if you look so it's at... So like McAllister, Endo... So actually at this stage yeah. of the game, if you look at this graphic over here, mm. you'll see there's a midfield four mm -hmm. of Jota, Zobislai, yes. Elliot and Salah after mm. the substitutions mm. with Nunes up front. Oh, okay. And if you look at this now, Jolinton, Gimaraes and Tonali were falling back in the transition of play for Nunes' uh, equaliser. And Salah plays the ball in down this wing here for Nunes to run onto past Shah. And Shah made an error. And Shah made an error. But because Liverpool dominated that midfield, it allowed for that error to happen. Yeah. It allowed for Liverpool to have the opportunity to turn this game around. And they turned their disadvantage into an advantage. And once again, I want to point out over here quickly that you've got this diamond in midfield and look how much space they cover there that so much so that no matter where you try and assemble these three midfielders for Newcastle, they cannot cover all of the passing configurations that were possible in this, yep. which allowed them a lot of space. So Liverpool actually dominated the midfield after going a man down. So absolute tactical masterstroke from Jurgen Klopp, you have to say. So was it a case of Eddie Howe being a little bit, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Naive. Naive in a sense that you've got three players in attack. Mm -hmm. uh, are you not then able to also go switch up your formation, seeing that your midfield is like overpowered and you go to the extent of essentially sacrificing one of the attackers and getting a midfielder in who's able to neutralize slash even out the numbers in yeah, midfield. That's how it was initially. And but the, remember that's the difference between, you know, and that's why we have top coaches or top teams versus other teams. Because if he was able to do that with one man down, that means that his mind and just his, his tactical ability is a bit more superior in this case, or was superior in this case. So I I agree and disagree okay. in a way. I think that in hindsight, which is you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Eddie Howe could have made an adjustment and been more defensive and gotten to grips with that midfield issue. Mm -hmm. But I think he's thinking in the moment is we're 1-0 up, we're a man up, let's go get the second goal 
and so use the those flanks that have been left open. And if you watch the game, there were a fair number of chances still for Newcastle to finish the game off before the Nunes equaliser. Yep. So we would have been telling a whole different story now at this point and we would have been criticising Jurgen Klopp's decision to dominate the midfield by leaving his flanks open had Newcastle scored and run away with the game. But then if you get a situation whereby <clears throat> you allow your midfield to be overpowered, as it were, mm -hmm. it, it, it means that in attack, Liverpool had options because their midfield was very active. Mm -hmm. yes. And in defence, they were very... Solid because okay. the midfield was able is able to also drop drop back to assist the four defenders that were there. So if you see that happening as Eddie Howe, at some point you should be asking yourself like, hang on, like the three versus four is not really working mm. to my advantage. Mm. Yes, I am hoying in the crosses, but not, not really. Yes, not really wielding results. So something's gotta give. Mm. I need to neutralize that Liverpool midfield because. It's because of them that we've gone one-one up, and I think at one-one, that's at the point that that's Eddie House where the changes should have been made. Yes, mm -hmm. mm. no, I agree with you. Yeah, definitely. I think that at one-one, the change definitely should have been made. I, th I don't think I would have made that change initially. I would have felt confident that we could go on and expose Liverpool on the flanks, put balls into the box. Players like Callum Wilson should be finishing off chances that you're putting in there, you know. So I just thought that it was very interesting tactically ga the game, and it was it was one there. And also, Nunes just knows how to position himself. He knows how to find those pockets, and he knows how to track back. And then even when they're going forward, he knows how to position himself. And I don't think they saw it coming. You know, I, I think Nunes was a surprise package for, for, for Newcastle. They thought he was going to miss. <laughs> the, like well, that's what he's been do. doing, you know, because he has been finding those chances, but he was not clinical. Mm. And on the day, he did find those chances. And the difference with Nunes of last season and Nunes of this season is that he was clinical in that match. But one swallow does not make a summer, though. Well, you can say that. But, but it's a start. It's a start. And a good ah, start at one swallow. Ah, it's like, ah, okay, cool. It just flew over. Ah, sharp. It's, it's fine, a good yeah. start It's not there. summer yet. Yeah. You know? So, yes, good against Newcastle. But are we now saying that, I mean, going to what Tepi was asking earlier on, mm -hmm. if the Saudis come in and they suddenly agree, like, yo, Salah, you coming through? And Salah agrees, like, I'm out of here. Will Can Nunes we depend be, on him? Will he be that key figure? that will actually carry Liverpool in terms of attack. But that's obviously no. premature. No, no. Um, Salah premature. will be the key figure that carries them in attack. No, no, I mean But like, even so, hypothetically, if make, that were to be the case, situation, it is still premature. If he goes I, I don't think to Saudi... So. Look, usually when players get to the Premier League, it takes them a season or two to just mm. get them... Adapt. To, get, to, get, to yeah. adapt, you know. It's his second season. Mm. So, look, I think he still needs to find his fits, you know. I don't think he's, he's going to carry that Liverpool team. I don't think so. But I think he's definitely going to have a better season than he had last season. I think it depends players from which league. Um, there's a couple of names that I can throw out here of players who came from certain leagues. They went to the Premier League <clears throat> and they took, they took to it like a fish to water. 
No, for sure. Yeah, but sure. I mean, I mean, everything. We're just saying yeah. generally, you know. Yeah, but there are certain players that you would expect to go into a certain team and you, you don't you don't see them really show their full abilities or their full potential until until much longer. And that's exactly what the case is with Nunes. And also sometimes in order for one maybe person, and you, I'm, I'm referring to your example, for them to really, um, you know, perform optimally is when they are thrown in the deep end. So say the case were to happen, that we wake up tomorrow morning and, you know, Salah then moves to Saudi, only then we'll either see him really swim or is he going to really drown. But we can't really then say that until, you know, that uh, that happens. Moving on in the Premier League. Yes, yeah, uh, short result. Burnley losing to Aston Villa. Mm. Couple talking points there. Number one, <sighs> Emre Ball in full swing. Uh, Aston Villa playing great football and for me Ollie Watkins my only talking point I'm sorry for interrupting you but my only talking point is about love love <laughs> the goal That's yeah it. it's it's Burnley's first goal back in the Premier League yeah he very, took the goal very well it was mm-hmm. a very well taken the way he used his body to actually mm. maneuver the defender and the way he turned and pulled the trigger yeah that's a marking of a very good striker four, That's our boy. four things that I pick out from that goal Number one is the strength that he shows to yeah. hold off the defender. Yeah. So mm. that's that's number one. Number two is the composure to make that decision mm. because the chance initially seemed like the opportunities to try and flash the strike on the right foot immediately as it drops. Yeah. He then feigns that he's going to do that, holds up the defender, turns. So he showed great composure by making that that decision. Then good striking instincts for when to strike the ball and then good technique on the left foot to strike it the way he did. Four things, top striker uh, qualities that he showed in the goal. And it's Burnley's first and only goal back in the Premier League. Okay, they've played one game fewer than most of the league. Yeah, I was going to say. But uh, yeah. They were meant to play Luton and I think the Luton stadium was still being... They should have played that at Burnley. So almost like reverse the fixtures. Yeah, just reverse, reverse those fixtures. fixtures. Yeah. That would have made the most sense, but they didn't want to do that. That was what they applied for, for a fixture reversal, but the league decided to postpone the game instead. Don't ask me why they make these decisions. And I suppose because, well, the Carabao is in That's, full swing. That sounds mm-hmm. about like PSL decision. Yeah, it does <laughs> sound like PSL decision. I'm going to master I don't, I don't think they wanted Burnley to have three home games in a row. Oh, yeah, I think there's that might have been the issues. It does that that they made that later on. Especially teams that are fighting with relegation, etc. But is it really fair to say, oh, let's not give Burnley three home games in a row. That's not fair when two of their three home games are against Aston Villa and Manchester City. But not I, fair. I, I hear Might you. as well have given it. But like you see, home support tends to like, you know, invigorate certain it really teams, does. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you'll be shocked that a Man United or Arsenal or Chelsea or Liverpool will go away to Burnley or Luton and actually get spanked. That's a reality. And also, I mean, we see it not only internationally, but it happens locally. I mean, once a team starts, plays at home, they do have an unfair advantage, um, not because the supporters are there to, you know, you know, um, support them and also just cheer them on. But there's also that element of 
pride and not wanting to be beaten at home. It's like a guy coming to your own house, your own yard and slapping you there and you're not doing anything about it. So it's also, you know, a pride and also an ego, mm. uh, you know, you know, aspect to it. So, of course, you know, it might be a disadvantage if you want to have three um, home matches in a row. Except if you're a Cape Town space. But we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, we'll for get there, for we'll me, get what stood out in that game, uh, Marco, Aston Villa versus uh, Burnley, yes. is the tactical formation that mm. Emery applied, you know, playing three at the backs and allowing allowing your your full backs to, to go forward. And, and Cash was... And what happened? Cash was just having a day, you, you mm. know, and I your think... Your full back, your wing back, let's call him yeah, rather. Your mm-hmm. wing back, because... Obviously, they're there. Yeah, you know? yeah. When you've got three at the back, the the, the, the wing wingbacks backs become wingbacks, wing backs, yeah, essentially. So, yeah, and Maddie Cash scores two goals from yeah. from wing back. Yeah, and that was just like a masterpiece, you know, in terms of tactics. You know, the interesting thing with uh, Unai Emery and the tactics that he applies. Yeah, I think depending on the personnel that he has. Uh, you know that whole thing of like playing from the back. Mm. It's 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 an approach that he had at Arsenal, which never worked. Like it never worked. None of his. I think none of his that went to Arsenal at that point. His tactics wasn't going to work. Not it really was not the right time, like we mentioned. Mm-hmm. The, the, the the tactics were not going to work. Write it off. Yeah. yeah, but now you see him at an Aston Villa with a team that have got. And if I'm not mistaken, Coutinho did not even start the game. No, no he's but he's. Third, fourth choice currently. I think he might be one of those to see move on uh, before this go, window closes. Go make money in, in Saudi. Saudi. Yeah, yeah. But just generally, the the, the makeup of the team mm-hmm. uh, is a team that you see they buying into Emery's philosophy, mm. and and they were not a flesh in the pan last season. No, uh, a lot of people would have thought of them as a flesh in a pan, but they not. Well, if you consider how poorly they started the season and. Uh, uh, Patrick Vieira. They for them to finish where they finished as the season went on when Emre came in was was impressive. Take over no, 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 it was not. It was not Vieira. Vieira was at Palace. It was Palace, yeah. Vieira was at Palace. Gerard, Sorry, eh? Stephen Gerrard. Yeah. Was it Gerrard? Yes, yes, yes. yes Stephen was Gerrard. Gerrard. Wasn't John Terry there as well as an assistant? As an to assistant, somebody? Yes. yes. But he was never ahead. But coach. that was before. That was before. Uh, Stevie G came that through. That was before Steven Gerrard came from Rangers. You're right. Sorry. I'm confusing it. Um, obviously. With Palace. Patrick yeah, Vieira was at yeah. Palace and then Roy Hodgson turned their fate around there. Okay. Yeah. Look, um, Villa, um, I'm, I'm impressed with how they're doing. Uh, mm. In the pot later today, <laughs> they obviously going to be drawn. Yeah, see what you did there. Because <laughs> uh, it's obviously the Champions League draw that's mm. going to be happening. Yeah. Yes. So the European Conference I mean, not, League. Not even Champions League only. It's Conference Europe. It's Europa European Champions competition. League, yes. Yeah. So they'll obviously land their fate who they're going to go up against. And look, if there's a man who knows how to maneuver around Europe, it's Unai Emery. Mm. He showed with Sevilla that. Sevilla, yeah, no. I know this competition, you know, mm-hmm. and like literally. And how I'm, to go about it. I know I, how to win it. Are mm-hmm. you tipping them to go all the way? Yeah. In the conference. Well, yeah. we can Semi-final see. Semi-final at the worst. Okay. We can see English sides um, dominating that category of European competition, I think, for years to come because of how competitive the league is. Mm. I mean, finishing sixth in the Premier League takes a lot. 
or finishing even seventh, depending on if they open up more positions in Champions League in future, whatever, whatever, however it goes. Mm -hmm. You look at a team like West Ham and you look at who else they played against in the Conference League last season, besides maybe Fiorentina was a real threat in the competition, but you look at West Ham, you're like, oh, you're stronger than a lot of your opponents in the mm -hmm. Conference League. So... Look, in general, I, I, I would definitely back Villa as favourites for the Conference League this season. So is it a phase that a lot of the English teams go through that, I mean, it looks like it's 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 batons are being passed around. There's From a, this one to there's, the, the English teams don't generally have like a long spell of being dominant in European competitions. Mm -hmm. You, it's, it's, it's either the Spanish teams or Bayern, but then yeah, Bayern the also... Bayern also, yeah, does, yeah, it does not have a long span of being dominant. Yeah. I mean, we had the Real Madrid era of winning back-to-back -back Champions League or Champions Leagues for however many long. Sevilla winning the I, the Europa. Yeah. But with the English teams, it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, you'll have Man City and then there's going to be like four or five years before another English team wins the Champions League. I think it's a combination of factors. Number one, English football is extremely strong. So the clubs throughout the Premier League are very strong. And I think that's why we mentioned Conference League specifically is that it's the team that finishes sixth, like everywhere, is that's playing against each other. And because the English League is so strong, the team who finishes sixth in the Premier League is a very strong side, can compete against sides from anywhere in the world, right? Whereas they're playing against sides from lesser leagues elsewhere. So I think that's, the Spanish dominates almost all the tiers of European football because they're good sides. La Liga is a strong league, but their league is less physically grueling, tactically grueling. Um, you have that sort of December period where they go on a winter break and the English teams keep playing through that winter period, which is tough when they go back into European competitions without a break. So I think there's, there's a few reasons why English sides don't dominate in the same way Spanish sides do. I think they, they have strong sides, but I think there's other factors that make it more difficult for you to dominate over a prolonged period. I mean, Real Madrid and Barcelona have dominated Champions League football for many, many years. Yeah. And it's like, is every weekend as difficult for them as it is for Manchester City, so Chelsea, Manchester United, So we're saying that the reason United, why a Spanish, for example, would then be dominant is because their competition is not as grueling as opposed to EPL? I would say it's it, a factor. That's what you're saying. I would say it's certainly a factor is that their competition's not easy. I'm not saying La Liga is a weak league, but it's so certainly weak, yeah. it's certainly weaker than mm -hmm. the Premier League. I beg to differ to a degree. It's on. Why do you say why do you differ? Because are you telling me that Espanol's not a walkover for Ever Real Madrid? Everton would go and beat Osasuna. Kind of just, thing. Like mm. if we like if we apples if we compare apples. apples and apples. Yeah. Uh, so I would I, I'm not gonna say beat, but in terms of how difficult the game is, the intensity of the game. So when you go and you play Everton, I'm not saying Everton are gonna go beat you, but you're gonna work really hard for a normal draw sometimes at a Burnley at So I think for me, right, with with a lot of the a lot of the English teams, um there's the two Manchester clubs, Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs to a degree, mm. uh, Villa now, Chelsea, Chelsea Liverpool. Um, there's about 10 teams that relatively on any given day, they can beat those second place that plays teams in other leagues like 
you know, so Germany. So they can be Syria, uh, um, um, second I um, think division, Dortmund would most division. likely only lose against four teams in the Premier League. Yeah, but, but, but Dortmund is a top side. It's like a top, a top side. It's a top side. It's like saying second in Spain Se- is Se- Barcelona or, or Real Madrid. Sevilla, Se- 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 Real Sociedad can actually punch above a lot of teams in the Premier League. Well, they eliminated Manchester I mean, United can, in the Europa yeah, League. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, when you look at it, of course, they might be able to probably punch like the bottom eight. No, I'd say the, the bottom, I'd say the bottom 12, if not 13. Okay. Okay, That's Malik. a bold, okay. Yeah, for sure. Look, I mean, it's it's very difficult to say, you know, but. Because, I mean, clubs like Espanyol, um, very good side, Real mm-hmm. Betis. Sevilla, uh, Betis can, can pull a number. Isco on has been phenomenal mm-hmm. at Real Betis you the know, last few yeah. years. Yeah, so I think there's a there's quite a number of teams in 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 in, in La Liga, yeah. and in for the purpose of this conversation, we're yeah. talking about La Liga versus the Premier League. Yeah, a lot of the times there's been the comparison of which is the better league between the two. If we look from a trophy perspective over the past ten years, well. Yeah, well, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer, right? So are we saying that the top teams of the La Liga are better than the top teams in... Yes, because there's two of them and they're better than everyone. It's Real Madrid and Barcelona. <laughs> Atleti can spank you at any given time. I, but what I'm saying, Atletico Madrid's a good side, but they're not Real Madrid or Barcelona because no one is Real Madrid and Barcelona. Those Fair are the two... Fair enough. Best, look, best look, Barcelona of Barcelona and Atleti of late have almost kind of like yes, Barcelona won, might have won the league last season, but mm-hmm. they've almost kind of like became sluggish because they don't have the financial. Yeah, yeah, the money situation is not really working in their position. Atleti, we know that they depend on what picking scraps in a way. Uh, yeah, I think Atletico Madrid are very strong defensively. And they play a different type of game to the other teams in Spain. And that helps them in a lot of ways. They almost like an English team playing in Spain. So in a nutshell, what... So in conclusion, because I really want to get... Because I know where you're going with this. Uh, Please. Me? Yes. I'm not going anywhere. Okay, let's hear you. No, no. I wanted to ask. Like, Mm. okay. uh, La Liga versus Premier League. Premier League is a stronger league. Okay. Super sub. La Liga versus Premier League. Look, it's a difficult one, like I said, you know, in terms of what? Okay, let me give you <laughs> let me give you my reason why I think the okay. Premier League is a stronger league than La Liga. If you take Real Madrid and you put them in Manchester City's play, Manchester City and Real Madrid swap leagues for a season. Mm. I'm not saying Real Madrid won't win the Premier League. Real Madrid will probably still win the Premier League, but they will finish on fewer points with fewer goals and with no, more losses nah, at the yeah, end yeah, of a yeah, Premier yeah, League yeah, season. <laughs> I beg to differ, no way. You think Real Madrid will have more points at the end of a Premier League season? If you just swap Manchester City and Real Madrid. Yes, I think they will. You'll have more points at the end of a Premier League season than the number of points they have at the end of a La Liga season. They had 100 points. Well, they, they will do okay, a couple okay. seasons may ago. I just, I think may I just jump 100. in there very quickly? As it stands, so most um, teams have played on average three matches, yes. right? Mm. And the leading team in La Liga right now, obviously, is Madrid. Yes. And they're sitting on nine points. And the so leading team in Manchester is also nine points. What does that say? Same, same. Currently, three games. 
So I'm right. saying the end of what, the what, season. What's the goal difference there? Um, the goal difference six to one. That is going to Fufu City, and if you go to La Liga, they've scored more. Madrid. What is what is happening? Let's see. Probably. One moment. <laughs> So it was six to one for for City, and it is six to one for Madrid. Okay. Carbon copy. It's still still very early. In the <laughs> it season. is still early days, um, but I mean, this is giving us a, a bit of an indication of just how things are as it stands. Both, both leagues are very I'm, strong. I'm going to close this argument off because we need to. We've already left England, and I wanted to jet Home. off with uh, with Tippy, but. I'm going to close this argument now. <laughs> hey. we, we just saw Real Madrid and Manchester City stats. It's same, same, La Liga and Premier yeah. League. Yes. But Manchester City's a better side than Real Madrid. And we saw that in the Champions League last season. Look, two, again, one, 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 one swallow. swallow does not... I said, I, said, I, said, <laughs> I said I'm closing it off. Case closed. Okay. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> we'll see the draw is happening later um, or it's currently probably happening now uh, yeah we'll see but then again like there's not much to read in the group stages of the Champions League if we're being fair because yep. of pots yeah. um, I mean both Man City and Real Madrid can't play against yeah, each other but in the Tepi group will give us the update on who's in which uh, in which group in which three foot next week uh, no 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 next week the draw will be done yes but then we'll know. What time is a draw? You can actually it get it done It should be happening tonight. at one o'clock is Champions League and two o'clock is... Uh, okay. Yeah, leaks. Maybe uh, we'll do a, a live on Instagram or something. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll, leave, we'll keep you up to date on, yes, on socials. Definitely. But for now, mm. we're going around the world with Tepi Worldwide mm. powered by Betway Get Way More. Tepi, what's happening? Um. Okay. So what's happening um, internationally? Something actually quite pleasant. Um, our new favorite goalkeeper, Onana. So he had a bit of a, a tiff with his um, coach um, during the World Cup. And he was even told to go away. Um, I believe his name is Rigobert. Is it Rigobert's song? Yes. So, the coach so of Cameroon. Cameroon. Yes. Yeah, it's Rigobert's song. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And um, now he has mended ways. Um, you know, they've kissed and made up. Get it? Because last week. Ah. Okay. So they've kissed and made up. But it's my question is. Rubialis. There yeah. we go with the Rubialis. There we go. He, he Rubialis the situation. <laughs> so, but my question is this. So if he then decides, mind you, Cameroon right now has only one match to play. They have only one point remaining for them to be able to play African, um, um, African Cup of Nations. That's happening next year in January, right? And Cameroon looks like they are going to be part of... Are they fighting for that position to actually be in the AFCON against Burkina Faso, if I'm not mistaken? Why one? So they have one I point remaining. I stand to be corrected on that. I'll check. Check, check for me while I'm still speaking. Yeah. Why one? So my question is this. So, I mean, he has just started, you know, a new job. Um, you know, he is doing quite well. Everyone is happy mm. with him. And if he were to then start, you know, being a player that plays for Cameroon... And that would mean that his services might not be, um, he might not be available then to play for his respective EPL team right now. So if you were Onana, would you want to go back home and then fill out your obligations and that potentially meaning that you might miss out on your EPL games? You'll miss out on a few games, that's for sure. Depending on how what far they go. What would you do? Yeah, look, for me, I am for... I'm very patriotic. Like I know I, you. Yep. I am for your country. Like, yep. go represent your country and the rest will follow. You mm -hmm. know, I think 
I mean, he's only 27 and you can't say you've retired internationally. Obviously, it was forced, you know, but I think it's a good thing that he's going back to represent Cameroon because yeah. I think he's a world-class keeper and Cameroon actually needs him. I think I think he must go back. But hey, you know, there's an I've issue with... I've got the groups up on the screen here now. Mm-hmm. Cameroon are in Group C of the African Cup of yes, Nations qualifying group. Uh, they're currently behind Namibia by a solitary point, but they've yep. played a one game fewer. Mm-hmm. The rest of the group oh, is made up by Burundi and Kenya. Yes. So Cameroon, you expect to finish on top of that group. That's what I'm saying. Ahead of Namibia, Burundi. So the match is on the 24th, match. I believe. And I mean, the way things stand right now, chances are they are then going to go through and then... It's Burundi, sorry. It's Burundi. 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 Going, Burundi. Yes. It's Burundi that they're going up against. Mm. And whoever wins that match mm-hmm. is actually going to qualify for AFCON. It's a big match. And obviously, it's going to be a FIFA window. So, there's no issues. No, no, that's for now. Yeah, I'm saying now, this match. Yes. Yeah, for now, there's no issues with club uh, versus national team. But January January, is a different story. It's a different story. And we don't know what sort of discussions they had with... uh, with Manchester United when they signed him because yes. obviously they signed him <laughs> under the impression that he, he might have a little bit and of an injury when that, time we've comes seen up. That yes, happening. Yes. Yes. And considering also that, I mean, it never was in the books because he had not really had a good relationship with the, the Cameroonian uh, management at the time. So, I mean, they probably could have just come to him after him, you know, acquiring this new job as goalkeeper. So, you know, how does it work? And also... At that point, does it depend on him as a player or his contractual obligations? So from my understanding is that uh, he signed for United. He had still retired from international football. Mm. Or he had quit playing international football. Yeah. Yep. And then Song obviously changed his tune. And then suddenly Onana is back in the national team. And he's a very integral part or he will be a very integral part of the Cameroon side. Yeah. So by the time, it's it, it, it's a personal choice that you make as yeah. a player that I'm going to represent my national team okay. or not. But we know, and history has taught us, a lot of the English teams are very sneaky in going to players and saying, yo, look, we'll pay you not to go play for your national yeah. team. Um, it happened with uh, Joel Matip as well. Okay. Um for Cameroon okay. as well. I think the previous AFCON. But he wanted to come back and then... Um, uh, what Liverpool said no. No, no, no. Uh, Matip uh, actually wanted to, to... Return to the national team. To the national team. And uh, what's this guy, uh, the FA boss who played for Barca? Samuel, uh, Samuel Eto'o. Said to him, no ways. Ha, speaking of Eto'o, but mm, yes. Oof. Yeah, so essentially, like we know, like a lot of the English teams have mm. this tendency of saying like, yeah, if you go this and this and this mm. and you end up not being played and 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 yeah and, and, and. yeah so, so you kind of given a United, bit of a threat eh? yeah huh? that could be a major blow for united because if we look at if we look at afcon um i know tepi still has a couple of uh, yes yes trips let's go to make. let's go let's go um liverpool will be disadvantaged because no salah mm-hmm. man united will be disadvantaged because no onana uh, City is fine. They don't really have a lot of. I don't even think they've got an African player. The last one was Mares, yeah. uh, who's now gone. Mm-hmm. Arsenal should be fine. The only person they're likely to lose is Nicola Pepe, but he's Party. not really. Oh, and Thomas Party as no. well. Is he gonna even still be at Arsenal by the end of today? Who Nicola Pepe? Pepe. Uh, word has it that he's not. Uh, he's not leaving. They actually 
grooming and working on him to actually fight for a position with Saka. <laughs> with Saka. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think those are like uh, uh, Liverpool, Chelsea. Mm, how many African players do they have? Oh, there's quite a few there at Chelsea. Really? Uh, they all play for France, don't worry. Oh yeah, there's I mean, lots I of African players, African but they all players. play for France. Don't worry. Um, so they're fun. So like, yeah, um, I think the only big losers will likely be a United and a Liverpool, given that Onana goes. They're key players. Onana is a key player for the system that Ten Hag wants to play in terms of distribution from the back, and Mo Salah would be a key player for any team in the world. So yeah. Anyway, Sippy, where are we jetting off to now? Let's jet off. Um, so we're going to keep it here in Africa because something is brewing and this might also somehow maybe translate to what happens here in South Africa. Hopefully I'm crossing thumbs. So the entire board of Zamalek, one of the biggest um, teams in Africa, and I'm talking about the board, mm-hmm. have all resigned. That's mm. good. So if an entire board resigns, number one, what happens? And also... How would you think, or which board rather, would you think should all resign here in South Africa? Kids are chief sport. Don't, don't, hey? don't, hey? don't, don't. Kids are chief sport. Have you, have, you not, <laughs> have you not watched football the last week? Hey? That's six points. So which board? Safa to start with. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Yo, like... <laughs> Resign. Get, get a what do you call the thing? That thing that 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 breaks buildings. That thing. What do you call the thing? Must, wrecking must ball. A wrecking eh? ball. Wrecking ball. Yeah, wrecking ball. Yes. Those things. Take take the thing to Nazareth. There. Like yeah, it's it's Safa. I agree with you totally. The totally. demolition machine. Demolition machine. Yeah. Totally, I agree with you. But Safa. also Chiefs, maybe. Not really. Like no man. I, I no, think, I don't I, believe. I think there's still a lot of potential. I think guys, do you not remember last time. week? You guys have a short memory. <laughs> no, 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 no. You see, we're it's, talking about the solitary swallow again. Things yes. are fine. The <laughs> Chiefs now. After no, they were two, two, ah, two swallows. No, no, two games. No, but I thought only girls swallow. Yeah. Eh? 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 Oh, okay. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. what is, Am I on the right show here? <laughs> you can see you. Hey, 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 at the time, they deserved to be blasted because they were not showing any form yeah. of My progress. friend, and they, were, they listened to you, eh? But things have changed. Ami and Molefi are cool like that. Um, two wins. We were talking about a striker when we were speaking about Nunes earlier on, right? Mm. We said Nunes scoring brings in confidence. Mm. He's a different player and, 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 and. Two wins on a trot for Chiefs then belief starts coming. We're not saying they're going to win the league. Mm. That, that do not have any delusions about. There's no way Kaiser Chiefs is going to win the league. Yeah. But progress shown is... Oh, by the way, Kaiser Chiefs right now is leading. It's, it's a 3-0 no, win for them. The, no, they won. They won 2-0. Yeah. They, they won 2-0 on by the Wednesday way. night, by the way. By the Was way. it 2-0 or 1-0? 2-0. No, it's a... They won 2-0 on Wednesday night. Yeah, they won 2-0 on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they were playing Stelly's yes. and Stelly's got a red card. Oh, yes. Um, what I'm saying is, it's... it's 
Yeah. Okay, uh, guys, because it's ruined, we're recording on a Wednesday yeah. night so for you to watch this so today so on, so the so on the bus. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, but, but the, the game has since finished and Chiefs did win 2-0 against the Limbosh. It's happy. <laughs> you talking y'all. about swallowing. Okay. And then I, the, anyone else that you think the board should resign? Not Royal AM or something. I don't know. But, but also, like, that's um, like... Uh, like Chiefs like, United. It's like... Mm. It's like the owner of Vodka Studios saying, uh, you I must are resign. Tepiar Jomo Cosmos. Again, same thing. See, Cosmos, uh, Black Leopards, Golden <laughs> Arrows. Damn it. All Wait, the teams, No, actually. man. But did you see what Golden Arrows did to Super Sports yesterday? Um, how many days ago? Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Yes. <laughs> 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 oh, what's happening? Let's Marco, just do the show live Marco, from now on. Marco, stop dribbling, Teddy, please. <laughs> <laughs> but how many nutmegs has she received? Oh, now? wow. Okay. No, 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 Len Rubiales. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Ah, 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 ah. That was taken out of context. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but am I also going to resign? Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. Let's I'm, compose ourselves, please. Okay, cool. Um, Back to the football. Usa. Mm. Um. Look, I mean, a lot of the teams obviously are owned by people who just crying. Guys, but I need to concentrate. Okay, let's finish okay, those guys, points. We need to let's get finish those points. Done, okay, so, so almost wide. every team in the PSL except for Orlando Pirates and Sundowns. Need no, to, we oh, have oh, some oh, teams. Oh, that's oh, what I'm saying. Is that what no, you're saying? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. You're we saying Amazulu, you're saying Golden Arrows, you're saying Royal AM, you're saying... Chipper United, you're saying Chiefs. Supersport is strong. Cape Town City is strong. Stellenbosch is strong. Cape Town City uh, lost four games. Yeah, no, matter, matter, matter. We're talking management, uh, but management guys. But management is fine. We're talking oh, management. Yeah, 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 and yeah. no, we oh, have solid teams. No, Bulukwane is, is solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so we've got some solid teams. Uh, and what about Salus? Uh, ah, Solos is strong. No, <laughs> they, No, they won 3-1 uh, on Wednesday when they were playing... Are you with us? <laughs> 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 but they were playing Cape Town Spurs who can't buy a win for love yeah. or money or anything. Yeah, but I mean, but yeah. But we'll technically, when we talk about it, when we think about it, guys, I think administratively, um, South African football, to us, because we are used to or we expect in top-class football and top-class administration, we are not bad. You know, there are people that get um, awarded like Adidas, but a well-done man of the match, you know? Yeah, true. So, like, but you know, we Zimbabwe, are leaps and bounds. Why is I saw a man of the match being awarded a, a bag of uh, Milly me. Okay, guys. I'm not laughing. We, no, no, it's so not a laughing matter. It's a reality. None, none of the boards must resign, maybe. But one it's or two. Bab, though, I won't lie. Yeah. Okay, yeah. where we're jetting off to now. But even if we even stay in Africa, we have to jet off to Dubai first because there's no direct flights. But anyway. <laughs> yes, my darling. Speaking of Dubai or just the UAE, so um, the next Super Cup, um, CAF Super Cup, is going to take place in Saudi Arabia. How bizarre. Hey, is they that? want everything, eh? No, but, but, but. Like, jeez, man. Like, it's a calf, calf, calf. Confederation, bring it to South Africa. Confederation. But I think that's when, guys, and that's when. But my thing also, sorry, may I just say something? The thing about, and we saw this during the World Cup, how when we saw for Morocco get to the final stages and it was a win for Morocco and not for Africa type of situation. And I think we're starting to see that also now um, because um, I believe it is going to be Al Ahli versus, please just double check. 
check for me, but it's going to be um, um, North African countries that are going to be taking part in the Super Cup. And so it, it starts to become that thing now. Sekari, there's a regional thing that's happening and it's as though um, North African countries do not want to associate themselves with us. But so, I mean, that's just me. Okay, let me go on my usual rant. Go, darling. This rant from Lynn <laughs> is brought to you by Betway. By Betway. Stay on side. Don't be off side. Stay on side with Lens Rant. So here's the thing, right? Uh, that degree of separation has always been there where you find a lot of the North African teams finding themselves or looking at themselves as less African than the rest of Africa. Yep. Yeah. Right? Uh, we saw it in the World Cup. We were saying, hey, a win for Africa. It's like, no, this is a week for the, this is a win the for the Arabs. And... In all fairness, it's fine. They 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 they, they should keep it like that. Um, if that's how they identify themselves. Yeah. The sad thing about it, however, is you have a competition called the CAF, CAF, Confederation of African, African Football. Football. Keyword: African. African Football. Yet the game is going to be played in Saudi Arabia. What sense does that make? Is is it a case of? Tomorrow we're going to find a UEFA Champions League final playing New in New York. Mm -hmm. yeah, They're already talking about that. I've got the word for And it. also, how is it it's that bullshit. Africans are not able to celebrate their own African football, by the way, if it's still considered CAF? Well, the very same Morocco, the very same Egypt and Tunisia and Algeria are going to be playing in the Confederation of African Football, Africa Cup of Nations, Africa Cup of Nations. Well, yeah, from no, a, it does not make sense. So from an and you, from an infrastructure standpoint, this is something we discussed a few weeks ago. Mm. This will benefit, and I'm not saying it's right and it makes sense. I think fundamentally from its core values, it's wrong. But it will benefit South African teams who are playing in that competition to travel to Saudi instead of deep within Cameroon where it's a three-hour bus ride to wherever they're going to go or four-hour bus ride or five-hour bus ride. Whereas if they travel to Saudi to play the games there, the facilities will be better. There'll be more comfortable trip. There'll be more direct flights. They won't have to catch a flight and then a flight back and a flight back. Yeah, and then but, but Marshall, that means whatever. it's only two teams that just no, might even get there. Are you not talking about the Super League? Or? Super League, not CAF Champions no, no, League. I, I think in essence, uh, 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 what Marco is referring Same. to, if we had a situation whereby, um, what, Super Sport United wins the... Confed. The Confed. Sundowns or Pirates win the Kev. Champions League. <laughs> um... <laughs> You're confused, but yeah. I love football. Is it a case of now both teams are going to leave South Africa to go oh, also to, to the way to Saudi, Saudi Arabia? Yeah, to now I'm starting to wonder what uh, Patrice is doing there now as the president of CAF. How do you allow such nonsense to happen under your watch? I think also uh, there's. What are we saying about ourselves as Africans? Yes. Sometimes. But, but not money. Remember, yeah, I was gonna say, you might have money and be a billionaire, you know, according to our standards. But remember, there's always a bigger boss. You know, when you play a game, there's always a bigger boss. And I think um, the bigger bosses are the ones that would then dictate exactly how things go. By yeah, the way, the, you being president does not necessarily mean that you run the whole show. No, no for sure. For sure. But I think, and this is, this is my conspiracy theory, right? Yeah. I think Patrice is working on eggshells. 
mm. with this presidency, mm. you know, there's a whole lot of decisions that I, I think he's not making because I think he's eyeing a bigger picture of eventually become the FIFA president. So in order for you to do that, you need to please a lot of people you along the way. You must kiss a few frogs, yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's a saying, he hmm. who picks, no, he who pays the piper just picks the tune. Yeah. So Saudi vying for a World Cup, uh, World Cup hosting right in one of these good years that are coming. Patrice is likely having a chat with one or two sheiks there, one of the two. And saying, you know, I can give you like, a Yo, vote. Guys, listen, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna bring football and like, cause I mean, what Saudi Arabia now is doing looks like it's they trying to make football fashionable in that country. Mm. Uh, they trying to bring interest for football in that they country. Want to make football sports. a culture. Well, many yeah. sports. They, but, they want but to specifically own football in general. Yeah, yeah. washing. Um, I think what the Saudis are doing are like, yo, dude, listen. At some point, you probably want to be like FIFA president, right? So help us, we'll help you. You know, that's um, what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it's like, politics. Yeah, I think is it's politics, and he's aligning himself. And when you do that, you you're gonna miss all these small things. Like, okay, you're gonna take the this uh, Kev Super Cup uh, to to Saudi because you're looking at a, a bigger Full picture side. for yourself, but it does not make sense for Africans to to be playing in in Saudi for an African competition. But also to go against my rant as well, look, up, 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 logistically, it makes sense. Nah, man. No, 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 let me tell you why. Because nah, the two teams that are playing are North African teams. It's just, pew, they're there. Yeah, no, they, they can play, and the chances, they can, they can, I mean, let that, them play in Egypt. Yes, and even but so. But then so, it's so, disadvantage to... The rest of us. What happens no, not if... not the rest of us. The, 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 the opposition of... Whoever Al Ahli is going to be playing, I just can't remember who they play. USM Al Ha. They are playing Alga. Alga, yes. yes. Yeah. From Algeria. From so Algeria. What? Do you take the game to Tunisia or Morocco? Either or. No, you can't take it to Morocco. You, well, you can take it to Morocco. Oh, it's Egypt. Or it's Al- Egypt and Algeria. And Algeria. You yes. can take it to Tunisia, you can take it to Morocco if you want to take it to an Arab country. I mean, Arab country. If you want to take it to Africa. No, well, I just, want to my thing is this. They are setting a precedent. And before you know it, it's going to be a norm. And that's not something we want. Um, when is it going? To, when are we going to get to a point where the focus is on Southern Africa or West Africa, you know, and the like? Because it seems as though everything is just going towards that direction. Everything just keeps on going further up, you know. And number one, you, I mean, and uh, uh, Marco just mentioned that it's a great opportunity because if it happens that one of our teams might be part of this at some point, I mean, how often is that going to happen? And even so, if that does happen, hey, yeah, I can see you. But we only have one or two teams right no, now that potentially two, have the ability two. to even get there. You know, and even, even so, wouldn't you want that to be happening at your uh, at our shores? Yeah, What's next? Champions League final, Kev Champions League you know final, I mean? going to everything, Saudi. Everything is up there. Remember, all we're doing is just they're just marketing themselves as a football nation, and we are not getting anything. Guys, the last thing we had that was the, huge in South Africa was the World Cup. The piper paste, yeah, the piper and the tune. It just happens. Okay, it's pie, a money pie, game. Pie. It's. Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, I'm not happy about it. And it's Let's not use. like we are doing anything about it. It's mm. not like we are saying anything about it. I mean, um, a whole Patrice who is South African. Are you going to boycott? You know, who, 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 are you going to come with me? I don't have a black hat. Exactly. Why, Ivan? Anyway. Okay, Marco? so we've missed three, four flights here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Is there yeah. anywhere else we're going, Tepe? Um, look, let's just leave it at that because I think I want us to just talk about just, you know, South African. Oh, no, actually, a big shout out to one person in Gezana. Yes, he's left a big market, Kaiser Chiefs. He's playing in Turkey right now. And for the first time he got to play, he was part of, no, it was not starting 11. I think he got in the 70th or 77th minute. But he came in there and, you know, he made an appearance played, so for his club. Well done well, to him. Well oh, done. yeah. And welcome to him. And another big ups. Uh, uh, while we still uh, on yes. worldwide, yes. big ups to Pito Musimani. Um, his team in Qatar oh, yes. managed to beat Frank De Boer's team, and Frank De Boer was complaining. I was like, "Yo, dude, that's Africa's finest." Man. Shout out once you again know? to mm-hmm. Mr. So, Musimani. Big ups to Coach Jingles. Yeah. Okay, mm. so we move. guys, shall we move on to our picks I think for this, this weekend? I think so. Let's do okay, that. let's watch my picks now. It's that time again where we do our Betway picks with you using the Betway app. I have traveled over to Italy for my picks uh, and big games happening in Serie A at the moment. And I've been singing the praises of the big Serie A sides. I'm going to go for an AC Milan away win at Roma. Uh, I just love the way AC Milan are playing lately. Uh, Inter Milan, big favorites at home to Fiorentina. Tell you what, I see a draw in that one. Bit of a Fiorentina upset in a way, if you can call a draw an upset, because they're playing great football. And then we're traveling all the way to Impoli, where Juventus are going to win that one. They are big favorites. I see them winning it. And those are my Betway picks on the Betway app. Get way more. So guys, we've just seen my picks. Uh, shall we start off AC Milan versus AS Roma? Mm, I said Milan going to win it. It's It should be tight. They're traveling to Roma. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think AC Milan have been absolutely dominant how they've started the Serie A season. Mm-hmm. Giroud scoring goals. We've seen uh, American leave Chelsea and he goes to Italy and he seems to do well. And uh, just overall, AC Milan playing good football. How ironic is but what Marco's you- doing? What? He's, like he's sitting here with an entire AS Roma jersey, but he's betting against them. Yeah, but guys, he's not betting um, with his heart. Francesco <laughs> Totti is not at Roma anymore. Yeah. Well, they've got Lukaku. Exactly, I was about to say, but what weren't the introduction of? I mean, um, two days ago he was introduced um, you as know. a Roma player. Yes, mm. so won't mm. that then Might help a little bit? Yeah, but against AC Milan, who are playing the way they're playing. Mm-mm. I fancy AC Milan. All right, cool. Uh, I also said this is the most contentious one, maybe. Inter Milan to draw with Fiorentina at home. Inter Milan, big favorites for the game. But I think Fiorentina playing great football at the moment. No, no, okay. they are playing great football. But um, look, I think Inter knows how to close off games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they were one of the tougher teams last season. Um, I hear your pick, but I would have gone with Inter. Win, straight. And also, they've not suffered the loss of Onana as terribly as you'd might think because of Jan Sommer coming conceded. in yes. from yeah. Bayern Munich. Mm-hmm. He's been a great addition to that Inter side. So that's why I'm, I'm leaning more towards, I think, a straight Inter win. But hey, man, uh, that's your bet. These are my bets. That's your so, bet. Hey, you're going to make money. Yeah, and speaking of, of, of Serie A, man, the, the top four teams right now are just sitting um, neck to neck. Hey, mm. Winning, no losses. You know, really good stats. So it's going to be a quite. It's going to be quite interesting. Yeah, um, it's, look, it's not yeah. many games in yet. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it is. Each, so yeah. It is tight up top there mm-hmm. in terms of AC Milan, Inter, Fiorentina, 
Juventus, okay, they're not on six points like everyone else. They're on four, I believe. They are on four, yeah. Yeah. But uh, they're all playing good football. And Paul Pogba's back in the fold, and that's why I fancy Juventus to win uh, on Sunday against Impoli away from home. The spell has been lifted. He's not bewitched. The Paul Pogba. Yes. (laughs) As you say that. As you say that. He he wants to see Gogban (laughs) ban. So anyway, those were my picks. Uh, Len, shall we move on to yours? Back again with my headway picks for the weekend. So uh, I'm going to start it off in the Premier League. Arsenal versus Manchester United. Um, Arsenal for the win, definitely. Another game in the Premier League that I went for is Manchester City up against Fulham. That one, I mean, no, it does not even need a scientist. Manchester United, I mean, Manchester City rather for the win. And then coming back home in the MTN8, well, 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 that one is Mamelodi Sundowns taking on Kaiser Chiefs. I don't have to say it. You can see it. So those are my picks for the weekend. And then, first of all, you said Man City will beat Fulham. Oh, no, definitely. Uh, I mean, come on. It's it's, it's it's a straight one. Yes, Fulham might have done better uh, in the Carabao Cup during the week. Mm. But this is Man City that we're talking about. Um, it's a runaway train. Um, hey, when your star players, Andreas Pereira. <laughs> <laughs> Versus when your star player is what? Uh, how many star players? How do many you have? star players? Do Eleven you have? star players. Yeah. So straight up, straight win for Man City uh, against Fulham. Any arguments? Nope. No arguments there. No. There was never going to be one from. <laughs> 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 I knew it. I can almost guarantee you that. <laughs> I forget your other picks. Um, Arsenal versus Manchester United. This is why I forgot your other picks. Yeah. Uh, difficult one. Both teams shaky starts. Um, a draw, a win, and a win. A win, a loss, and a, I had to make it difficult for me to win. Win. Um, look, if I said Arsenal's going to win, mm-hmm. um, mainly because uh, they're playing at home. Yes, uh, they might have made it difficult uh, while playing at home um, this past weekend. But um, against Manchester United, um, I think they will show up. I think Ateta has sort of like, he saw his shortcomings and he will sort those out. And Okay, obviously you did say Sundown's going to win. So, yeah, uh, I mean, right. they are I'm not arguing train. anymore. Yeah, like, I mean, I really didn't even argue with the Arsenal against Manchester United. So what am I arguing <laughs> with them for? Yeah, seven wins on the trot so far. They haven't lost a game in all competitions this season. I mean, like, we might as well even just give them all the cups that are on. I mean, Orlando Pirates is playing well. Also Orlando true. Pirates is going to challenge Sundance for the league. So, don't But we're talking MTN 8 against Chiefs. And my Betway pick, as the ballers have seen, is at Sundowns, straight win. There's no arguments there. Okay. okay, so now let's look at Super Sub's picks, seeing as you interrupting. What's up, Bolos? This is your Super Sub, and these are my Betway picks for the weekend. Um, the first one, it's Brighton versus Newcastle. I went for Newcastle win there, for obvious reason. I think Eddie Howe needs to get back to winning ways. And then the second one is Liverpool, Aston Villa. I went for Aston Villa for a win. I think Unai is on a good run, and I think it's going to cause an upset. And the last one, Crystal Palace versus Wolf. Wolves. Um, I went for Crystal Palace for a win there. Easy, easy for me. I think Crystal Palace at home, we saw them, what they did to Arsenal. They should have been, they should have won in that game. But yeah, they were unlucky. But I think in this game, they're going to take it. Okay, we've seen your picks. Hey, Newcastle win. 
Yeah. After two losses. After two losses, you want to get back to that uh, winning streak. I think uh, Eddie will have to, to, to work out. And we saw Brighton struggles at mm. home. We've seen. How do you think he's going to win? What do you mean? Never mind. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. This guy. Uh, <laughs> Newcastle, good side. Um, they are favorites for the results, so it's not everyone that disagrees with you. Super sub, the bookies make Newcastle a slight favorite to win the game. Um, Brighton also have a good opportunity to bounce back. I'm glad that I'm not betting my money on that game because I'm going to avoid it. I'm going to rather pick mm-hmm. easier results Must than that one because that's the one to avoid. So I'm glad you picked it instead of me. Waste your money. <laughs> I would, yeah, for me, ballers, I wouldn't bet on that game. It's just, it could go either way. Oh, look, if, 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 if I had picked that game, I would have gone for both, team to, both teams to score. Okay. That's more a good than, And that's another option. That's more a good than rather going, than going for, for a straight win for, for Newcastle. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Um, ballers can either go with your advice. We know like my predictions and my <laughs> picks. The, uh, you been, just throw money away. Have been worse than Cape Town Spurs, but anyway. So the one that I agreed with you completely there, you said Crystal Palace to beat Wolves at home. Yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> Crystal For Palace, me, that Wolves played, a- played one good game so far this season against Manchester United where they should have got the results, but they didn't and they lost. Yeah. And I, I think Nunes yes. was the standout player. Yes, he was. And we'll find out later today whether or not he gets his move to Manchester City or not. Yeah. So for me, Wolves, no man's land, no points in Crystal Palace. All the points are going to stay in London. I if agree I played that game, I would have gone for a draw. That's just me. Yeah, no. Yeah. Luckily, those are my picks. Yeah, luckily. You are betting your way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's actually okay. dope. And then Aston Villa traveling to Liverpool. Now, this is the one where we all are as a little bit open with what you called there. You said Aston Villa going to win. Yeah. Hey, you like big odds. <laughs> I like big odds because big odds have got good big returns. Big winnings. There we go. Okay, so no Van Dyke. Yes. No Van Dyke, obviously. Mm. And we've seen how Aston Villa have been playing, you know. Mm-hmm. I think their confidence is up there. And I think at this moment in time, they can just take on any team. So that's why I'm like, Liverpool, they can cause, they can cause an upset. I, I agree. They can cause an upset. And this might be the result out of this weekend's fixtures that will be the hardest one to call or to have seen coming. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I fancy Liverpool to win it at home. They are a different animal at Anfield. So I, 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 if I were putting, again, lucky, I'm not putting my money on these fixtures. You chose horrible ones. But <laughs> <laughs> if I were betting on that fixture, I would have gone for the Liverpool win. Tepi. You uh, had some picks for us as well. Hello, everyone. Tippy Worldwide here, and I am giving you my picks brought to you by Betway. So we are going to be focusing on Empton 8 happening this weekend. The very first match is going to be Stellenbosch. They are going to be hosting Orlando Pirates. And yes, as much as Staley's is going to have um, home advantage when it comes to where the match is going to be happening, I still do believe that Orlando Pirates is going to win this one. So I'm saying it is going to be a 2-0 win for Orlando Pirates. 
Another one is going to be the Pafeni Boys. They are going to be hosting Mamelodi Sundowns. So I think that Kaiser Chiefs is going to win this one. So in conclusion, I believe that we are going to go straight into a final, M10-8 final, and it's going to be a Soweto Dabi. Alana Pirates winning and Kaiser Chiefs winning this one. You picked the two MTN 8 games. Uh, yes. You said Pirates to win. Uh, we don't sort of disagree there. I think Pirates will win. Ish, Stellenbosch is not an easy side. Yeah, they never have been an not, easy side. They, look, Chiefs yeah. beat them during Chiefs the week. Chiefs beat them granted. on Wednesday. They, they sort of not free-flowing football in the same way we've seen earlier in the season. Yeah. Uh, they seem to do better on the smaller pitches. They're going to be playing on the bigger pitch. And it's, it's, so it's, do they have it's, stage fright? It's, 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 uh, it's um, what do you call it? And I think it's two losses on the trot because they were nibbled by Super Sport United. As yes, well. they were. Yeah. Um, and they got nibbled, obviously, by Chiefs now. And Pirates have been good. Granted, the same Pirates lost against Thales, remember, in the opening The very fixture. first match, yes. But we already know what happened there because of the pitch and et cetera. But we've seen Pirates really grow from strength to strength. And the other thing about Pirates is that it's not only, are they not only focused on M108 and also um, the Domestic Cup, but they're also busy there with CAF Champions League. And mind you guys, they're also doing well there. So we need to give them a big shout out. Yeah, a well shout done out. to a lot of Pirates. Yeah, well there done. we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, and once again, I wonder if um, Rivera is able to just do the right thing and keep Lipasa there. A shout out to Masangani. We see exactly why he's at Orlando Pirates. Yeah, I know. Um, a big shout out to him. And also just everyone. I think that they what are playing baller, excellent. Hey, oh, mm. Masangai. Mm. Yeah. Masangai. So we generally so agree on them. this one. Yeah. yeah. I'm so very, yeah. where we don't agree is you fancy Chiefs to upset the Downs. You know, I'm a Kosamase. Okay. I'm seeing some change in Kaza Chiefs. I think they had to listen to what the supporters and everyone else in the country were saying. And they've really heated the call. They still are still, you know, they still have a couple of changes and some improvements to make. But I think Musenzeki is listening and they might surprise us. Given that this two days ago, they were able to win a match. And again, you know, the past weekend. So that we means... We got there. We yes, got there. <laughs> That means the guys are doing something great. So shout out to guys and Chiefs and they're going to win. Hey, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Onside ZA. Is there anything else we want to close off with? Um, um, yeah, uh, Coach Hugo Bruce. Uh, speaking of Chiefs, actually, um, yeah. just um, just in, in, in my parting uh, Bruce, shot. Bruce, yeah. Um, um, he said something very interesting. He's like, mm. I did not choose any Kaiser Chiefs players because like, the state of Kaiser Chiefs right now does not... It's, it's not my cup of tea. Is he saying they cows? Sounds personal. Uh, not, not, he didn't use the word. He just said, he said Chiefs, Chiefs players currently are not good enough and none of them are good enough to get into my 23. Because oh, obviously we are playing against uh, Namibia and um, DRC in... Um, On the, the 9th now, and Now the in 12th. the FIFA International yes. break. Yes. Also, obviously using that window to get ready because we're playing Benin. Um, later on in the year, in the other FIFA break, mm -hmm. uh, as that's one of the World Cup qualifiers. Because mm -hmm. in our group, with the exception of Nigeria, is in our group, if I'm mistaken, right? Yes, checked. Nigeria is in our group. But you're going there. Talk about what Hugo Bros was saying. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he said Kaiser Chiefs players are not good enough to get in the starting into his 23-man what, squad. What, 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 what are say? your thoughts? He's right. Okay. But let me ask you a question, man. Eh? Do you think if Msimango was still at TS Galaxy would have been good enough? And an excellent think, defender. And I think that he's actually on my list of things to discuss here. Msimango, Ule, Ule we were talking well. about a lack yeah. of leaders in the Chiefs 
squad last week. Yes. Mm. Msimango is screaming and shouting in the back line there like you can't believe. Very yep. vocal, very active. He's leading that back line like you can't believe. So he is showing himself to be a leader. And he was in the squad when he was at TS Galaxy, was in it? Yes, he was. So along, three along games with, now is not good enough. Along with Pule Mori. Three games now is not good enough. Hey man, you okay? Who do you take out in the in the in the in the in the Bafana team? That I'm was not announced? saying take out anyone. Hey, I'm no, just no, saying no. you can't say. But they're not it good must enough. be a case. It must be a case of okay. He's good enough. Ne? Who then do you replace? But and it looks as though. But even so, I think Hugo Bros has really selected popular boys from popular teams. Yes, they are talented. But I mean, when you look at, for example, your defenders, um, Moby from Sukukune, that's an exception. But we have Monyane, Innocent, we have CBC, All Around the Pirates, Golu Supersports, Oprimudiba, Kekanamu, Mvala, All Sundowns. I mean, once again, Mugwena Sundowns, we're talking midfielders, Leroux, okay, that's the one exception. Once again, Mabusi Opas, Mamori Sundowns, um, Langaman, Supersport United. I mean, how do we only have three, four teams in this country? Guys, okay. Val Foster? Is he in the squad? He is in the squad, yes. He's yeah, a he's, part he's, of the strikers. He is, yeah. Uh, with Lepasa. With Lepasa Lepasa and Lepasa Saling. My question is, right, you are arguing that it seems like players for the national team for these upcoming friendlies were like, it's like, it's like the boys club. Like, it's like, ah, we only take players from Pirates and Sundowns. I mean, that's what it's and, looking like. And I mean, look, I'm not taking away from them being precisely. And it's not because I mean, me and Super Saba are wearing Pirates and Sundowns jerseys that, no, it's that we We're not confused because we're wearing a Pirates. <laughs> hey, man. It's another story. I'm, 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 I'm a South yes. African football fan. Mm. Those are the two teams that are performing. And again, I'm going to go to Super Sub with the defenders that you read out. Who do you replace? Replace, take out one. Look, I mean, look at at a player like Maela. He hasn't been playing for for Orlando Pirates, but he's selected there. On what merit? Hmm. Because he believes in him, right? That's what Hugo Bruce does. If he believes in you, he If you believed in in Simango, you can't now say uh, because Because he plays for Chiefs, he's not good enough. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying Mm. he can't have have lost form in three games. Mm. Not Why is three, he being five. Mm. Yeah, whatever. Oh, six. You know what? Mm. I'm, I'm that saying. bombshell. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, ballers, Len mm. Moleko, Tepi mm. Worldwide, Super to, Sub. Thank you so much for joining <laughs> us. This has been Onside ZA. Don't be offside. Be onside with us and Betway where you get way more. Stay tuned with us throughout the month of September. Yes, today is the 1st of September. And there's a lot of exciting changes coming your way here on Onside ZA. We've got exciting social media changes. We've got studio changes. We're upgrading the studio. We've got giveaways coming up in September. So stay tuned for those. Lynn. Putting shorts. Sorry, I know I've been having too many shorts. Um, Big ups to the Springboks. Totally demolishing uh, the New Zealand Blacks. The old Blacks. And oh, I was wrong. Uh, yeah, so you know, when Betway got your back, you're destined for the stars, baby. That's yep, good. For sure. I can't believe my outro gets interrupted for a friendly so, win. For a uh, friendly uh, win. Against all Blacks, is, nothing is friendly between those two countries. Nothing. Yeah, no, okay, yes. Well done, Springboks. Well done, Betway. And well and done to all of you. This has been Onside ZA. Stay onside, not offside. Powered by Betway. Get way more. We're out. Whistle. Yeah, baby.